This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As a parent, no two days are ever the same. And let's face it, sometimes a little extra help goes a really long way. That's what's so great about care.com. They make it easier than ever to find local, experienced, and background-checked childcare to help manage your family's ever-changing needs and schedule. From nannies and babysitters to daycare centers and tutors, find help for long- or short-term support. Whether you need an after-school sitter or help with the homework, there's a large selection to choose from. And all caregivers who use Care.com are required to complete a background check before they're able to interact with families on the platform. It's so easy. Just go to Care.com and post a job for caregivers to apply. You can search for qualified candidates, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, and send messages directly. You can even find other kinds of care, including housekeepers, dog walkers, and caregivers for seniors. Find care for all you love. Sign up now and see why over 3 million families use Care.com. Visit Care.com today. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Tiger Woods arrested for driving under the influence. Japan's Takuma Sato passed Elio Castroneves with five laps remaining and won this year's Indy 500 by two-tenths of a second. The 101st Indianapolis 500 is won by Takuma Sato. Sato's the first Japanese driver to win the Indy 500 on ABC. On the NASCAR track, Austin Dillon won the longest race of the year, the Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte, his first NASCAR Cup race victory. Austin Dillon wins at Charlotte. President Trump has been briefed about North Korea's latest missile launch. Eight people killed in a Mississippi shooting rampage over the weekend. 59-year-old German Bernhard Langer wins the senior PGA championship. Greg Allman, the iconic keyboardist and lead singer of the Allman Brothers Band, has died. Green Bay, Wisconsin gets the top spot as the drunkest city in America. An Alaska volcano that has been active for nearly six months has erupted again. Computer problem grounded hundreds of British Airways flights out of London over the weekend. The airline Getting back to normal. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, sails into the top spot at the holiday weekend box office. Yeah, those are your headlines in exactly 63 seconds. And now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, it's time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. Turns out your meanest friend cares about you the most. Which country has the best food? And four ways to figure out if you're underpaid. It is Tuesday, May 30th of 2017. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, ladies. You know that friend who seems more than willing to give you criticism on every life (laughs) choice you make, whether you ask for it or not? Mm -hmm. Turns out they're being that blunt 
out of love. Love. They're telling you the truth. New study out of England found that your meanest friend might just care about you more than anyone else. (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that? All of these years, Jen, the things I've been saying to you. It's been out of love. Jen has always thought that maybe I'm a little tougher on her than is deserved. It's because I love. Uh Uh-huh. And the reason they're being mean is because they really, really want what's best for you in life. And obviously, they know what that is. Absolutely. Uh Uh-huh. You don't have a clue, but they know. That's right. You're too close to it, Jen. (laughs) So they're not going to mince words when they feel like you're straying off of a good path. Mm. The researchers say... And I'm quoting here, these findings, these findings help us to understand why we sometimes try to make our loved ones feel bad. Okay. If we perceive this emotion to be useful to Mm -hmm. achieve a goal. How about that? All they're they're doing is they they love and they love and they They love. They do. They love, love, love. Give. Love, give, mean. Like, I don't know. The first friend of mine that pops into my head that I would probably say was the meanest. It's a sarcasm, though, that she uses. It's a, she doesn't. <laughs> she takes a certain delight. <laughs> she takes a certain delight yeah. in yes, being very and and laughs about it. So I know who you're talking about. Yes, and I don't. Know. And I do believe that she adores you and I worships the ground you walk agree, on. And I know that she would do anything for me, but you know that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Bite. It's bite. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Sarcasm. Oh, it's, it's very not, abrasive. Yes, it's not playful. No, it is very mean spirited sometimes. So she's yeah. one of those friends that gives you advice when it's not asked for, and it's very. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it doesn't. I'm so used to it because it's been going on for so long. It doesn't really. <laughs> it, it, I am amazed that you exhausting. keep her around. It's exhausting. I mean, it's exhausting to spend like 24 hours a day with her mm. for a while. You know. But uh, that is an yeah. interesting friendship because she will she will do just about anything uh-huh. for Jen. She will. And I think that and that may be part of it because she's willing to do it. She feels that she loves Jen more than Jen loves her. I'm just speculating here. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. And when Jen disappoints her in any way, whatever that is, whether it's a decision Jen makes or something that Jen it doesn't do, it 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 fires her up. It upsets her. When I her. fall short of her expectations. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. It's because she loves too much. Too much? She gives. <laughs> 
She as, gives and gives and gives. As the blunt, sarcastic friend. Yeah. It's sometimes we are misunderstood. Absolutely. <laughs> we may say something that uh, is meant to be kind of joking and fun and uh-huh. with a little bit of truth in it, but not sure. meant to hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, five minutes later, you're like, oh, my God, I totally... They didn't Should take it the way up. Oh new friend to the circle. <laughs> Gonna have to pull him off to the side and explain. <laughs> really, really sorry. Didn't mean it that way. Give that's, me a hug. Love you so much. That's Ariana and I. She made the comment out on Sunday, like, Tori, do you really want to eat that? You have a wedding dress to fit into. And like, these girls turned around and looked at her. And it, I was like, it's okay. We got each other's humor. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Tim, I don't worry about so much because Tim is very apologetic for his bluntness and his sarcasm. He usually apologizes before he says it. He really does. <laughs> he's preparing. He's very, him. very gentle, especially with Jen. Like, he's very careful. And that's what's funny is I probably, you really don't need to be with me, I don't think, anymore. I used to be somewhat sensitive, but I think you could well, pretty much. times I was like, oh boy. Step, <laughs> stepped over. Let me cautiously and then, get aside. And he'll like apologize profusely for it. I'm so sorry. I'm, so, I'm, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> All right, what else do we have here this morning? Uh, A few weeks ago, some middle school teachers in Georgia. You remember the story we told you about? Some middle school teachers in Georgia, they lost their jobs after they gave out some end-of-the-year awards to students, and they gave most likely to Mm -hmm. not pay attention to this girl with ADHD. Right. Okay. This is probably not (laughs) better. What the hell? This is probably not a good one. A teacher at Anthony Aguirre Junior High School in Houston, Texas, gave out... Her fake awards last week, and two of those stand out. She gave a girl named Lizeth Villanueva an award for most likely to become a terrorist. (laughs) What was her name again? Lizeth Villanueva. See, why? I don't know. (laughs) Now, these were fake awards. How old were these kids? Trying to be funny. This is junior high. All right. But, you know, it was many are arguing this was an inappropriate award, even though it was meant tongue in cheek, meant to be funny. It wasn't funny because terrorism isn't funny. Right. And the timing of the award, this was right after the attack at the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester. And with that last name, what nationality would you say? Well, I'm assuming she is of some Hispanic descent. Villanueva? Villanueva, yeah, probably. And she gave a girl <laughs> named Sydney Caesar the award for most likely to blend in with white people. Oh my God. <laughs> Keep in mind, however, Sydney is black. Oh, these crazy people. And in my mind, I'm picturing this as a really bad Saturday Night Live skit. You right. know, can't you see... Them doing something like giving it, but it would be to adults in a workplace or something just so politically incorrect and wrong. For what it's worth, the teacher was suspended for the rest of the year, considering we're kind of at the end of the year. The school district says they are investigating. It's just fascinating to me that in this day and age... Like that, that there are people out there that think that that's funny still, and that they can get away with it. You know, that, that, that it's okay to do that. You know, we got to take a break coming up. Which country has the uh-huh. best food and women throughout the country in each state? Who are the friendliest? Where are the friendliest women and the least friendly women? And where do we rank in relationship? 
It's all coming up straight ahead as your news that didn't make the news continues. First, Tori has got your Q102, carryautomotive.com traffic. You still have an accident, Liberty at Walnut, and your interstates look great. You're just seeing your normal delays. I'm Tori, and that's your traffic on Q102. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, 750, sunny today, high near 80, it's 61. Hopefully uh, you got to eat some good old-fashioned American food over the weekend, burgers, hot dogs, that kind of thing, anything you can grill. But what country has the best food in the world? And about 25,000 people recently voted online, and Italian food. Took top honors, not That's surprisingly. what I would guess. I mean, it's tough to find a person that doesn't love pasta and bread. Right. I mean, you've been in Italy. How was it? Phenomenal. Yeah. And I really wasn't sure. Like, you don't know. I, I didn't know what to expect. I, you know, everybody talks about how great Italian food is, and then you get there, and then you find out that all these things that you think are Italian food aren't really Italian food. We've, it's, mm-hmm. these are Americanized versions. It was so good and so fresh mm-hmm. and simply prepared. Was it exactly like Lydia's Little Italy? You ever seen that show? Yes, it was. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of squid. She's always cooking squid. Yeah, and you, but you don't have to get that exotic, but you can. Right. You can make it as crazy as you want to. But Lydia's is a great example because Lydia Bastianich, who he's talking about, is she's from the old country. Because mm-hmm. every time she makes something, I'm like, that looks good. And I don't even like squid. Yeah. <laughs> Calamari, excuse me. No, and I got to tell you, her son... Joe Bastianich, who was also a restaurateur, partnered with Mario Batali. They own restaurants all over New York, but they opened up the greatest food mall in the world called Italy. And there's one in Chicago. There's, there's one in Chicago. There's at least two in New York now, and they're popping up in major cities all over the country. But you would walk into this place, Jen, and it literally is like a mall. So well, you now can, you're talking my language. So you can shop for groceries if uh-huh. you want. Fresh ingredients. You can get cooking ware in the same place. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to a restaurant. And they have a million restaurants. They have everything from charcuterie bars to wine bars to fish bars to pizza bars. Mm-hmm. And places that you can sit down at tables. Higher end restaurants. They even have a Nutella bar. Wow. You know, in New York this weekend, you should pop on down. Check Union it Square. Out. It's off the charts and it's so good there's a reason why that place is standing room only it's packed Mm. all the time italian food came in first surprisingly enough american food actually finished 12th and i mean what do they consider to be american food cheeseburgers yeah i guess Ah. italian food came in first followed by french cuisine indian food spanish food japanese greek mexican Thai, Chinese, and German came in at number 10. Vietnamese was 11th, and American food was number 12. Wow. All right. Let's talk income, shall we? Oh, sure. Let's talk. You're driving to work right now. Think about what you make. Do you make enough? Do you make what's fair? Do you make what's right? These are all very good questions. Not enough? Everyone should ask themselves this on occasion. It's a lot easier to ask for a raise when you know what you're really worth. Not what you deserve, what you're worth. Mm -hmm. 
It's a big difference. Here are four ways to figure out if you are underpaid. Okay. Not getting paid what you're worth. Number one, compare your salary to other people with the same job. You probably won't want to ask your coworkers unless you're really close friends. Hmm? But Glassdoor.com is one of those sites that has a know your worth calculator. It factors in your age, your experience, and where you live. So that's one place to look. Also, look at job search websites. Look at openings for jobs like yours. See how much other companies are offering people what, what, for what you're, for what doing. you're doing. See, that's a tough one to do in our business. You know, there's not exactly a place that, oh, we, yeah. that we can't go to. No. <laughs> you can't. Right? <clears throat> you, might, you might only be able to get a ballpark number for most jobs, but it could help. Mm-hmm. Talk to a recruiter. If you find a, a, a recruiter that, that places people in the industry you work in, they should know a lot about salaries and perks. Heck, they might even have a job you're perfect for that pays more. So check that route. And finally, think back to your last raise. If you haven't gotten one in over two years, there's a good chance you are underpaid at this point. What's the cost of living increase that people... Is it 4% what people are getting these days? I was going to guess three, yeah. Three? Two to three, I guess. But that's a good one. If you haven't gotten a raise... In over two years, and keep in mind, you know, this economy is humming along. Hmm? The recession is long over. Hmm? So, unless you're in an industry that's folding, that's dying. You should be getting paid. There is a good chance you're underpaid. Especially if you're young. Or you're still in an entry-level job. Mm Mm-hmm. Line four, what do you do and what do you make? I am an on-call, um, over-the-road railroad freight conductor, and I make, oh, about 75. Um, what's weird about it is as conductors, we get a basic day and you get on the train, and um, anything over eight hours in that day is time and a half. Oh, and, that's cool. um, so, so you don't really don't know, you know, what you're going to make. Um, on a 40-hour work week, those who work in the yard, I think they average... Oh, 65-ish, which is really good considering all you need is a high school education. The benefits are really good as well. Wow, that is great. Good to know. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, like those, I'm like those train nerds. I just think they're so cool. Yeah, they, it was cool. It's cool for the, like the first two years, and then after about 14, it gets old. <laughs> Please tell me you're in a locomotive now and you can do the horn. No, because you're not allowed to use your phones now. They're, they're, it's very, very strict. It used to be oh. in the old days. It was cool. You know, we could text. We could talk. Now they've got, they've got um, oh. cameras in there with signals. They've and got rules. Fired gotcha. and, well, ever yes, since yes. that one guy wrecked a train, because wasn't he doing something online and a bunch yeah, of people um, In the old days, back in the 80s, most of the collisions, a lot of it seemed to be caused by people. uh, Drinking and drugging were really big, Mm. and then they started drug testing. So they took all the fun out of it, apparently. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Well, we're sorry to hear that. Yes, we're we're sorry. I wasn't wasn't there back in the day. Oh, I see. Yeah. Glad that you're sober and driving trains. And safe. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, You're welcome. Thanks for the Thanks. Take care. You too.
back to line one. What do you do and what do you make? Hi, I am a nurse practitioner and I make one hundred seventeen thousand a year. Damn, that's pretty nice. good. It's not nice. bad. <laughs> yeah, and you get to write prescriptions. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's that, the good part. You just became Jen's awesome. best friend. Yes. Do you work in a hospital or a doctor's office or where? I work at the VA hospital. Oh, wow. Oh, even better. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Good Thanks for you. For All right. That. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. Line two, what do you do? What do you make? I manage a customer service call center and I make 73000 a year. That's pretty good. Wow, at a call center. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. You got to deal with a lot of crap, though, don't you? That's what I was going to ask. High turnover. Stressful. Yeah, we do deal with a lot of crap, a lot of angry people. So that's our job, though. Settle people down and get them what they need. Right. Nice. It takes a very special personality to do that. So I'll talk to you tomorrow and thank you for your patience. (laughs) (laughs) She needs to up her credit line again. (laughs) Please. All right. Thanks. I don't don't deal with credit. Oh, Oh, then I, yeah. Well, then you've probably never dealt with Jen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you collect medical bills. Right. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Love your show. Mm, hey, we love you. Appreciate it. What do you do for a living, and how much do you make doing it? I am a hairdresser. Mm. All right. And currently, I make about $40,000 a year without, that doesn't include tips. And what do you say you're making tips, ballpark? Yes. Probably about 10% of that. Really? That's it? That's wrong. Yeah. Mm. I know. Um when I started out, I've been doing hair now for 10 years. And when I started out, my first W-2 was $16,000. Oh, wow. For a year. That didn't include tips either. But I think some people go into it thinking they're going to make a ton of money. And, I mean, I don't know if a lot of people know it, but it's straight commission. I don't make any sort of hourly at all. Wow. And what I charge you for a haircut is not what I take home. Right. I only take home a percentage of that. And then the government takes their portion of that percentage that I get. So, what percentage do you get? Um, at the level I am now at my salon, I make fifty uh, percent. So when okay. I started out, I was making forty percent, and I've capped out. I can only make fifty percent. Now, would you be able to make more money if you went to like one of those rental pl- like salon lofts where you rent a space and booth rental? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is potential for that. You definitely have to have your own clientele, but it also depends on the salon you work for. I have a non-compete, so that would be very hard for me because I wouldn't be able to take Mm -hmm. any of my clients with me. Yeah. These non-competes are a bad deal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they are. They really are. Mm -hmm. Because you're stuck. But you can't tell them where you're you're, going. You're stuck having to work for this person for the remainder of your career. Otherwise, you're on the beach for how long? Right. Yeah. Six months? A year? Uh, in a year. Jeez. So, I mean, I've had clients tell me, like, let me know. I'll add you on Facebook in case you leave. And it's like, if I'm not doing hair at that salon anymore, I'm not doing hair. Because that means I'm starting all over again. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, like, if I were to start out doing it, if you could, if you could swing it, you know, find one of those, like, little rental lofts or rental spaces where you're... You know, it's yours, and you know, you're not working for another person that's going to tie you down like that. And you can make right. your own hours and all right. that stuff, a too. Year, man. That's, My sister that does that. Sounds unreasonable to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks yeah, for listening. You have to do all the groundwork. 
You do. And you got to pay for all your own supplies, too, right? Yeah. That's correct. When you do booth rental, you're taking care of everything. So you need to, like, be smart with managing your own money and figuring out what is going to be best for you as a take-home, but as well as going to be ideal for your clientele. Mm-hmm. Line two, what do you do? What do you make? I am a public school teacher and make roughly $48,000. Nowhere near enough. Nope. Right? Yep. Uh, can you be more specific, like, in terms of what grade or what subject you teach? How much uh, experience you have? Teacher. Elementary school. Yep. 48K. Thank you. And thank you for all you do, by the way. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Line one, what do you do and what do you make? I am a school secretary, and, of course, that's nine months out of the year, and I make $30,000 a year. $30,000. We just got the phone with a, with an elementary school teacher who makes forty eight k a year. Yeah. Huh. It's, um, you don't do it for the money, do you, honey? You don't do it for the money. That's exactly right. Yeah. right. That's exactly right. All right. Thanks for listening. I love my job, so I can't complain. <laughs> we love that. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, have a great day. Love you guys. All right, line three, what do you do and what do you make? I am a social worker um, for children, and I make $33,000 here. Yep, another one you don't do for the money. Boy. And that's a high-stress job. What is the average length of time somebody stays in that job? Burnout can be in like two years. I would imagine you would burn out on that pretty quickly. I, I would think for that job, you would want to attract the best and the brightest Given what they do, the importance of what they do, I would think you would want to attract the best and the brightest and offer more money, especially with such a high burnout rate. Yeah. They're trying to fix it, but it's a slow, slow process. Yeah. It's, just, it's, not a, it's not a priority, sadly. Very true. Very true. But, I mean, we love what we do, so keep going. Thank you for doing what you do. No problem. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.